This is Zips Unlimited, a show about the University of Akron, its programs, its people, and its community. Zips Unlimited is produced by WZIP-FM. Hello and welcome to Zips Unlimited. My name is Chris Kepler, General Manager at WZIP. Joining me, a voice, a name you're familiar with, haven't talked to Willie in a while, but Willie Coleman. Yes. He is the Assistant Vice President or alumni relations, and 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 it's a co-title of executive director of the alumni association as well, right? Yeah, super long. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I you know, and really, when I got to talking, you know, we we talk on here. I don't know, not that often, really. I I think you feel it's too self-serving. If we constantly <laughs> talk about alumni stuff on this show, yeah. but we do. I mean, maybe once a year, and we thought, you know, this would be a good time to remind people what the alumni association is all about, um, how you become a member, which is really easy. Um, <laughs> for the most part, <laughs> takes some time. That's true. And, and really just, you know, the, the whole purpose of that and some of the things that go on. There are a lot of things that go on. A lot of people don't realize it. And I think the other thing a lot of people don't know much about is, you know, why it's important. You know, how an alumni association, even at other universities, but, but why that's an important component to have. So that's kind of what we're talking about today. You know, I hear you at commencement, um, whether I'm there in person or I'm watching online or, or whatever – um, you know, you always talk about the, um, the number of people, you know, who are part of, you know, that University of Akron community who have graduated. I always forget the number, but it's, it's big. It's a big number. It's about 180,000 worldwide. Uh, and every year we add a few thousand to that number. And yeah. obviously, you know, when we talk about 180,000, those are our living alumni at the University of Akron. So those are the living alumni. Yeah. Those are the living alumni. Oh, wow. If we had... Non-living alumni, a number would be uh, rather yeah, large. For if, sure. Uh, I, I really thought about that. Yeah. I mean, that makes complete sense. It's funny. Was sometimes people always get some clarity on that. They ask me, like, now is that living alumni? I'm like, well, if we, if we had that, it would be a lot larger yeah. number. We'd count all the way back to Bookdale College 150, you know, two years ago right. or 150 years ago for that matter. So, yeah, it's, it's a big group that we add every year. You know, every commencement ceremony that we have, we have a new fresh round of family members that enter into uh, the, the mass group, those who, who travel far and near, if you will, and um, or far and near, you know, but you know what I mean. Obviously, we, we don't have a, a lot that um, – go too far for that matter. Uh, but we do have alumni in every single state. Uh, we have them in uh, 112 countries. We have them in three, four territories for that matter. So they, they do spread out a little bit, just mm-hmm. not at, not in the masses. They stay rather close to home. And once you cross that stage and you're you know granted a, a degree that you've earned, um, that's really what it takes, right? Indeed. You're, an, you're a member. It is, yes. Yeah. So we, we basically we don't have the dues-paying alumni associations. In fact, that's really a thing of the past unless you're more in, into some of the more the private institutions for that matter. Uh, so that's, that's important to, to, to recognize. As you kind of go through the, the life of the institution, you'll find that anybody who has graduated from the University of Akron, uh, we even kind of declare some non-degreed alums, which is a weird term, right? There aren't many of those, but we, we, do, we do have them. And that's important to mention because as you get to the very end, if you basically Clarif- uh, if you if you qualify for a degree, we could call you a non-degreed alum, but we don't count that within our number. So I want to make make sure that that's clear. Okay, yeah. So those hundred and eighty thousand living alumni actually did fully earn 
some degree. Absolutely. So when we look at the, the numbers, 180,000 alumni worldwide, we have about 121,000 actually reside in Ohio. So like I said, they don't go too Jeez. far, right? So large share of that number, about 107,000 reside in the Northeast Ohio 18-county area, uh, area, excuse me. So, um, you know, we're positioned well for, for ourselves in the, in the region to hire new Zips, to recruit, to promote the University of Akron, to prospective students and such. And, and that's important to note. But I always love to go to the top 10 states. And, and we, we, we stayed on this one path for about four or five years of our top 10 states of alumni, which, which in fact, you start off with Ohio, as it always, as it should, right? I just gave you the numbers. So that's the first easy giveaway. The second largest state of alumni is what? What do you think? I would, I guess I would just say Pennsylvania. It's, and, and people often stay close to home, but where do you usually go to retire if you're living Florida. on the East Coast? Florida is the second largest state. Right? Texas is a great place to retire too, I hear. Indeed it is. Would you, would you put that uh, three? Would you put that four? Would you put that five? I was going to think top five. I'll say four. Okay. Well, I will say that is in fact correct. Oh, yeah. Okay. Congratulations. What is the what is the third largest? Do I win state? stuff? You don't, unfortunately. <laughs> don't. I am a member of the club, though. That's enough. <laughs> yes. Yes. You're a card carrying member. So, I, I, well, let's see. Um, we said Ohio, followed by Florida. By Florida. Then number three is the blank. Four is Texas. Correct. So, it might be another warm weather state. It might be North Carolina. That's a, that's a really good suggestion, but it's it's actually California is the third largest oh, state I, of yeah, alumni. I, I, I almost said California. Well, and the funny thing about that is, is they're they're really not too far off. I'm going to tell you that uh, as we look at three, which is California, four, which is Texas, and five, which is actually North Carolina, those three only are by a difference of a hundred alums, oh. and they they fall fairly close to each other. And then the rest go Pennsylvania, Virginia, Georgia, Michigan, and Illinois. So mm-hmm. you kind of stay regional to that. But Texas was special because when in the 1980s, as the industry was leaving the Akron area, a good deal of our alumni needed jobs. Mm-hmm. So they started to go to Texas, and that was the first round of big alums going to Texas. Lately, it's in fact been more of a mass exodus, not from Ohio, but from California to Texas. So Texas and California has oft, have often rather flipped. Um, so uh, interesting. interestingly enough, I, I found those numbers kind of interesting. I, I keep saying interesting there, but yeah, I mean, it, it's to have that level of, of alums only sometimes by a difference of 30 people living in one state versus the next. Mm-hmm. California is always going to be popular because A, warm weather, B, massive industry. So depending on where you're at, we have a lot of School of Communication alumni that exist out yeah. there. So, uh, you know, we, uh, we some engage of them all actually formed kind of their own sort of semi-club. Absolutely, they have. WZIP and ZTV alums mm-hmm. who, you know, um, have helped each other over the years. They get together and some of it's social, I know, and some of it is, you know, letting people know about job opportunities and things like that. Right. Georgia being our, lar- our, our eighth largest state in the United States, um, it's funny because our office just traveled to Georgia and to Atlanta to host our first event since I've joined the University of Akron. And then we flew directly over to, to Los Angeles recently, just right after Atlanta, if you will, and engaged alums out in the L.A. area. And uh, it was great to see some smiling faces. It was great to be back in, in a setting where you know we can be social and have these conversations. And, yes, indeed, they did form a, a few of their own little groups, uh, particularly when they're in that area of, of their discipline. They'll, mm-hmm. they'll really focus on creating a group, not just general alumni, but a school of communication alumni or nursing alumni that's kind of in that area. And a lot of them knew each other, and they brought other people into their circle. So it's that whole group of 
family that you you love to hear about, and you know they, they stay in touch with the university back home. And obviously, we were also just in Portland. Uh, right. We don't have a lot of alumni out in the Portland area, but we do have a few. And as we were playing in Portland, because the the men's basketball program just made it out to the NCAA tournament, we had a few alums. Nike is a big you know company out there. There is Adidas affiliation, and uh, we also have some general alums that just live out there. They came to the game, which is super cool to see. Uh, from that from that Zips standpoint, you know, we talk about these events. What what happens at these events? Like yeah, we went to Atlanta or someplace or Los Angeles. What what does that mean? Well, it's really a chance for us to say hello. You know, for one, we need to continue to do that. Consistency is key to continue to build rapport and make sure we're spreading the news of what's going on at the university. Meet our alumni where they're at. Uh, it's almost like an activation tool for us. Every year we go back, we continue to activate the base and, and keep them going and staying connected to the university. That's always essential. But the other thing that's important uh, about these events is, is that they can really relax, get to know other alumni in the area, and find common friends from, the, from their area. Like, from Ohio. You know, a lot of people move. They go as a transplant. They're not connected. They don't really know what they're doing, but they do have a great job. And so they want to assimilate into the community. And this is one way that they can do that is by meeting fellow Akron area alums. And it's really fun to watch. You almost don't need to work the crowd. It's important that you do. But when you see the crowd, you see these people and they're all talking to each other. They don't want to talk to you. They don't want to talk to other people who are in the area. And then they'll eventually listen to you as to you know, what's going on. Uh, but that's a that's an important thing, and we're going to continue to do that. This administration feels that it's a very important thing, which I'm very happy about. So, so far, we've been in uh, Tampa in February, uh, and after that, we, we obviously just made the trip to uh, Portland, Atlanta, and California. Portland was an unplanned trip, but a good one nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next uh, round of events that we have is, is going to be uh, Cleveland on uh, June 16th, and we're going to be in Washington, D.C. on June 22nd. Now, Cleveland doesn't seem like that's we're going far. But we're going to host an event out there, and it will be one of our largest ones, no question about it, because that is where a lot of the masses go to work, is up in the Cleveland mm-hmm. area or in Northeast Ohio region altogether. And didn't we just have a big thing in Akron down at Lock 3? We did. We do year, that in the fall. Yep. It's a new tradition that we're doing, which is a community celebration where we try to bring uh, University of Akron uh, alumni, uh, faculty, staff, students, along with members of the community to come together to learn more about the university and to kind of celebrate all together uh, what is an upcoming year for, for UA. And it's going to be big for this year. Obviously, we have a new football coach, so there's a lot of love that's going to be spread in, in the fall. Hopefully, we'll get some W's on the board and continue to build up some of that blue and gold spirit, not only on campus, but in the community. Um, and that's currently scheduled for August 30th. That's going to be again at Lock 3. Our event in Houston is going to be November 10th uh, at the end of the year. So uh, we're, we're going to continue to travel throughout uh, the entire year to make sure that our alums are being engaged. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. I can't help but think, you know, an event like the basketball game in Portland that, I don't know, it brings in excitement. Tremendously. Um, Not not just for the Portland area alums, but it's got to be something that a lot of people around the country, in those cities you name, but all the ones in between – where I, I'm just wondering if, if you've had feedback, like there's renewed interest in their their membership as as, as an alumni, you know, part of the alumni association, and just mm-hmm. their, I don't know, kind of questioning and maybe maybe looking this up on the website or contacting your office and just kind of wanting to know more about what's going on since we were 
you know, we were national, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, it was the talk of the town because, you know, we obviously went to Portland and then we went to Atlanta and L.A. And that's what everybody was talking about, how excited they were. They watched as best they could. If you're on the East Coast, that was tough because the game started at 9.50 at yeah. night. But either way, a lot of our West Coast tips, which was even I mean, it was super funny, L.A., UCLA is mm-hmm. who we played, right? And we're in the LA area, and there were plenty of, of people who've met their spouse or became associated with UCLA or even worked there that they're like, I wore my Akron shirt. I pulled it out, the old Fear of the Roof from like 05 <laughs> when we went and won the MAC championship in football. I pulled it out, and I was wearing it everywhere. You know, I had holes in it and everything. But it does, it draws up excitement all over the place. Anytime you're going into the big dance, you know, men or women are going. It's it's a big deal for the for the university, and it also was a great story based on maybe how we w- made the run throughout the the MAC tournament, and then uh, got into the MAC championship game and played a certain a certain school in that game, and, mm-hmm. and decided to win by twenty. You yeah. know, so it was a, it was a fun story all the way throughout, and they really did hold their own out there. So that also added to the excitement. Unfortunately, we didn't get the result we wanted. We had some tough choices uh made by the uh referees and then we'll just leave it at that i'm still sour about it but yeah i mean we had a lot of alum who just flew into portland to watch the game too and if you're doing that that's that's at the highest level of dedication because it's not like portland is uh pa you know yeah, right. <laughs> it's not like portland's the carolina well, the next stop would have been philadelphia you know yeah. to continue that would have been a lot easier oh to man get it would have been and... great <laughs> you know just as we sat there and watched that whole thing and i'm like okay in my head as an alumni director you're like oh man if we could land pittsburgh or even greenville something on the east coast that's a quick flight you know out of cleveland you're looking at your airlines who goes where and as the thing went on i'm like oh no it's not looking good we're gonna go to the west coast <laughs> and then the worst case scenario kind of occurs when we go to portland worst case scenario in the sense that you want to engage your alums in an area that's heavily populated by alums sure. and it's also a, a place where your fans at home can watch uh, and not fall asleep while watching, and you know, unfortunately, that was Portland. But either yeah. way, it's still a very good thing that the, the Zippers made it out there and uh, competed, competed well. You, know, you were talking about all the things that that happen at alumni events and some of the things that you offer to alumni. What what do, what do alumni want from you? Our alumni, you know, they they want to know what their value is. Of course, now granted, we we have tremendous value. Our alums are valued. <laughs> greatly by us because these are the people that continue to share the story. They are our success and can, they burnished our good name with their successes. And, and that's essential to us, of course, because when it comes to recruiting, when it comes to hiring zips and all facets of, or the life, if you will, of, of their time at the institution or any student's uh, time at the institution is made, you know, by an impact that an alum has, you know, that is to say, I, I'm, I'm an alum. I, I think you'd really enjoy the university. They've got a great program there. I'm not so sure. I don't, you know, I'm, I haven't heard that that's really that great of a program. I'm like, let me tell you something. I know more alumni in this area that work at local area hospitals that I think you would be perfect for, that they could hire you for a clinical and take you on full time when you're finished with that. I mean, that's that's the value part. But what do we offer them is kind of going back to your question in that. And uh, we have we have several area programs that they can become involved with. Obviously, being an alum, you're you're invited to several discounts, not only in the community area, but also, let's say, just in the athletic realm of ticketing. You know, if you want a ticket uh, to a basketball game, alumni are offered that uh, lower cost discounted ticket uh, as opposed to kind of your general fan. And the and the as it stands right now, we're in the process of building out kind of affinity-based programs that are going to offer additional value. And so uh, when we're thinking about what, what, what's an alum looking for in terms of discounts that we can offer them, and it's something that some alumni associations have, but not many have 
gone as far as to do these days because it's kind of an older model. But I still think it's an essential one. Let's say you're moving. You're an alum. You just just graduated. You got a job. You got to move, you know, seven, eight hours away. Or maybe you got to move across the country. You know, there's there's moving companies that will offer alumni discounts. You know, we want to contract with them. The same goes with insurance. Everybody needs car insurance. Mm-hmm. Most people need insurance for either an apartment or a house, for that matter. Uh, there's there's companies out there that you know want to know who our alumni are at, and they'll offer a discount for that. So these are the kind of conversations that we're having right now to provide additional value, uh, and and that's just you know icing on the cake in reality. Um, if the second you graduate, you're already a member of the alumni association, and we always make sure that that's clear and you can get to interact with those alums in those areas, but we want to do a little bit more and add value. Mm-hmm. We've, we've had <clears throat> so many examples of um, a lot of ways that alumni have given back. Obviously, you know, one of them is financially. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they funded so many different scholarships or specific, you know, projects or mm-hmm. purposes. I mean, and I know that's one thing that's important, but it, it really goes beyond that, doesn't it, in terms of, you know, making themselves available to to students, um, establishing internships, you know, coming to campus to be a guest speaker, you know, things along those lines that you really can't even place value on. Absolutely, uh, you know, I, we've got a few events coming up. Uh, there, there are awards season right now, end of year kind of end of end of semester in the springtime is always an awards season for any department on campus. Uh, we have two big awards that we do. One is our annual Dr. Frank L. Simonetti Awards, which is for distinguished business alumni. And uh, I look at our list of, of those business alumni that um, have been awarded by their, you know, nominated by their peers and and um, have been given the award by their peers. You know, we don't, we don't have a vote in this. We make sure that it is the alum who are voting for these folks. And many of those individuals have uh, performed a very valuable service to their alma mater and communities by establishing a scholarship or a fund to help you know, members of the community. And uh, when we think about that, you know, that's that's the best kind of gift you can you can have. We've we known more than a few great stories of alumni who have come to campus and said, you know, uh, when I was a student here, I couldn't afford a lot. And I'll never forget the days of being hungry, or I'll never forget missing out on certain experiences because I couldn't afford it. Mm-hmm. And now that I have the opportunity to give back, I want to make sure that there isn't a student that's like me back then who's missing out on something or who's going hungry. And so they give. And you know, when you think about a gift, a lot of people think, well, we're, we're calling them at 6 o'clock at night, right in the middle of dinner, <laughs> interrupting their whole evening, and they think we want to put up a new building or something like that. At the University of Akron, it, it really isn't that. It's it's about helping their students. You know, that's what we're focused on is getting our students across the finish line, making sure they aren't falling short, making sure that they can afford their books or get a scholarship to help with the high costs of of all things education. You know, and that includes living expenses. More students, you know, in this this period of time that we just went through in COVID, more students were finding it difficult to live, let alone attend class, to eat to have a place to stay. These were very serious things that were going on across the country, right? And certainly the case in in higher education. So we had uh, several, uh, well, several, we had a heck of a group of alumni step up and uh, put forward resources to make sure that our students could continue on, not only in school, but also live comfortably. You know, you you think about essentials, you know, something as simple as food, yeah, People go hungry. You know, they can't afford you know, mm-hmm. the lifestyle that so many people think they can. They can't afford to pay for, for the exorbitant costs sometimes that, 
you know, these, these colleges charge. And I'm not just saying us, I'm saying a lot of schools for yeah. that matter. So it's, it's important that uh, they find that supplement and alums, alums are doing that. You know, by the way, I mean, we talk about some of those people we're honoring at the Simon Eddy Awards Breakfast. That's actually happening uh, up in April here on uh, April 22nd. It's uh, starting at 7 a.m. and it's, it's started in 1987 to honor this professor. And you'll get to see some of those folks uh, who are going to be there at the, uh, at the event and uh, accept their award. For some people listening, they might – I wonder if people are wondering, you know, how can I help? I don't, I don't have a lot of money to give or I don't have a prestigious title or, you know, something like that. But they still would like to do something. Mm-hmm. What, what can they do? So, yeah, I mean, again, when, when we look at the, the alum being engaged with the institution, again, everyone always first goes, well, you just want my money, you know? <laughs> we, we really have to soft play that. It's, it's not just your treasure. It's your time. It's your talent. And I kind of touched on it in the early part of this interview. But when we, when we really consider uh, an alum who can make a big impact, you know, you, you certainly can make a big impact when making a gift to the university. And I always have to say that. Uh, and you can do that by going on uacro.edu slash give. <laughs> but let's talk about the opportunity to engage alums. You know, there's, there's a lot of great alumni that we have that might not have money to give back, and that's fine because they can still do so with their, with their time and their talent. They can mentor an Akron zip. They can take someone under their wing. And it's really simple, just simply reaching out to, to the alumni office at uacron.edu slash alumni we are more than happy to set up a conversation with some students. If you're interested in being a mentor, a mentee uh, at Akron, we'll gladly take you up on that. Um, beyond that, when we think about your timing, that's you know spending some time at one of our admissions days and talking to, to, to students or talking to parents even, you know. If you find a 17, 16-year-old kid who's looking at the University of Akron, they may not really want to talk to someone who is, you know, graduated 30 or 40 years ago. But I'll tell you right now, their parents would, you know, because you've probably already had a, a child come through the university in that sense. And you can you can share a lot of the great things that, you know, that student, what your, your kid went through. Or, you know, you can talk about how things have changed and how the university is still making a, a very positive impact in the community. Um, so really, it goes across the board. Hiring zips mentoring zips, recruiting zips to go to the University of Akron, coming back for homecoming and, and many of the great events that we have. I was just going to say, even if you just come, you know, to show support for a team or yeah. a group, there are so many things that happen on campus. And, you know, football and basketball are the bigger, sexier things. But yeah. there are a lot of other things, right? Things that happen down at EJ Thomas yes, all the, the, the time. Arts. I mean, all kinds of, whether it's, you know, music, dance, mm-hmm. whatever. And mm-hmm. there are other other things just popping up all over the place, you know, throughout the year. I mean, different guest speakers. Constantly. Uh, you know, Mary Treese was in here not too long ago. Actually, somebody else from Women's Studies, um, you know, talking about a guest speaker where the public is invited. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's a, you know, a, a way that you can enjoy yourself um, or learn something or both. Right. And also, you're, you're still kind of supporting the university in, in a sense because mm-hmm. you're, you know, you're helping to fill that stadium or wherever it is that we're going. Um, and, and that's showing support, you know, for everybody who's involved in that. Yeah, well, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, there's always things going on. Notably, coming up is Black, Brown, and Beyond. That's, uh, that is a pre- uh, well, the precursor was uh, the Black Male Summit, but Black, mm-hmm. Brown, and Beyond is a great event that's coming up being held on campus at the Gene Howard Tabor Student Union. The arts, you mentioned the arts, you know, there's always something going on. Our amazing School of Music you know, down at Gazetta Hall, where mm-hmm. if anybody was a former 
WAUP or WZUP. That's where I was. ZIP was was at Gazetta. You know, if you log on to the School of Music's website, they they have an ensemble playing every single week. They have a bigger concert that's going on every single semester. Some of the most popular uh, and and most attended events are are from our School of Music. And uh, that that isn't just in Gazetta. That's in EJ. Sometimes it's in the stadium, depending on the size and who it is playing. So there is something always going on. There's distinguished lectures that are being held. And, uh, you know, we've we've missed a lot of that in the recent years because Mm -hmm. of COVID, but we're really breaking back out of it. We're getting into what we used to do, and you feel that natural energy return to campus. So there's plenty of things for an alumni to do, and also community members. And I know we have community members listening here, and that's important to to note that uh, you too can be a part of it. You don't just have to be an alum to, to join in on some of these things. All right. Once again, website, if people want more information about the Alumni Association in general. uakron.edu slash alumni. Zips Unlimited can be heard each Saturday at noon on 88.1 WZIP-FM.